Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. back to the wise men say podcast um even though it is a monday pod we are not joined by gareth or Stephen this week uh they will hopefully be joining you on thursday um i'm eleanor mccabe and i am joined by mr jimmy ray lovely to see you jim good evening eleanor. how are you doing i'm very good how are you yeah good thanks really good that's good well all, always positive from you jim yeah. and we are also <laughs> joined by uh jack ostwick jack how are we doing i'm good eleanor yourself yeah, yeah, I'm good. I feel like m- me and you've just been on pods constantly at the moment. I think yeah, Thursday we uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and now and now we're back to this. Um so obviously there wasn't a reaction pod after Saturday's game. Um I was the only one who went down, so I just didn't get the chance to to record one. So we're just gonna be diving into the game a bit tonight. Um obviously we drew nil nil, a very, very annoying very static, very frustrating nil-nil. Um, Jim, I'll start with you. How are you feeling after it? Are you still frustrated? Yeah, still yeah it was frustrating, really. I think, obviously, um, to not win uh, a game where you have so many chances against a team of 10 men for so long is obviously always going to be frustrating. Um, I think it's, you know, we did pretty much everything but score, really. Um, I think, obviously, there's a couple of big chances that were missed. Rusin had the one-on-one in the first half. There was a couple of others in the second half, as well as hitting the woodwork a couple of times and things like that. It was one of them where I was pretty convinced that the goal was going to come just because of the amount of chances we were creating. Um, and for whatever reason, just, just none of them seemed to come off. So, yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, I think a point... Away from home is always something that you know. Even in the circumstances, you can't you can't sort of say is a terrible result because um, obviously that's four points in the last two games. Um, would, would I would have really liked it to be six clearly, but I think um, there is still um, you know reasons to be cheerful to an extent, that given that we know we're still keeping pace with the, with the teams in the, around the playoffs in the league. Um, the goal difference is still good. Um, it's a clean sheet. Good, good great penalty save from Patterson as well, oh, to be fair. Incredible, and, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. My boy um, just doing incredible. And, yeah, I mean, to be honest, as annoying as it was, uh, obviously not to score, I think the amount of chances we created um, sort of shows that clearly we are doing things right other than the finishing. I think, um, obviously, we'll get into that in more detail, but yeah, it's one of those where it's frustrating, but I think um, at the time, probably felt more of a bad result than it actually probably was. You know, now a couple of days later, you look at the league table, you look at other results, you, you look at, you know, statistics in the game, maybe the highlights and things. I think it's uh, hopefully just one that we'll get, will be just 
won't be talked about really at all uh, in a couple of weeks' time after we've played a, a couple more games. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that would be my, my thoughts on I, it, really. I think you're definitely right. And I, I, I kind of want to touch on that idea of... of just going leaving there with a point. Um, I'll I'll throw this over to you, Jack. I mean, I know I know for me personally, before going there, I would have been happy with a point. Although, and I, I know on the preview pod I said three one and all this, but I I don't think prior to watching the match there would have been any shame with a point, especially with a team who were in form like Swansea, Jack. Like, what's your take on that? Uh. No, I, I do like all them sentiments. I think it's you go to Swansea, it's not not the easiest of places to go. You come with a point, you, you're relatively happy with that. But then, obviously, they've gone down to 10, so you think the game could be more open. But I thought they were a lot better with 10 men, and we were better when we were playing against 11 as well. Yeah, I'd agree with that, actually. Yeah, yeah 100%. I think, it was, it was I think... a bit of a strange one. Yeah, and I, I think I mean I've got it like written down when you when you're trying to remember because obviously when you, when you go to an away game there are. But for for various reasons, there are points that become kind of like foggy in your mind. Um, so I was just making some notes beforehand, and I, I I did write down we were quite dominant, especially when it was eleven v eleven, and it it did start to feel like maybe some of that um confidence, I guess, and some of that security went for their when when they got the man sent off yeah it was almost like the the, the pressure on us increased I think because I think the players were obviously very aware um that they should be winning the game probably so but we should have been winning the game from before they went down to 10 anyway to be fair and I think certainly as time went on and I think that probably contributed to maybe some of the rash finishing poor decision making um so yeah Jack I definitely agree I think um it, it is weird when that happens I think it contrasts how they played with 10 men versus how we did against Borough the other week it's a bit of a a different story. Um, That's they, a they 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 showed it. They showed the right way to do it. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a totally different type of game. Less pressure on it in terms of like the, the rivalry and what have you. But still, I think they were. You know, to be fair to them, like they were. That's probably an example of how to play with ten men. I mean, they had to. They conceded a lot of chances to us. We could easily have taken one of them, but still, they did hang in there, and you know, they did offer a bit of a threat. Obviously, they won the penalty after. They were down to ten men, um, and there were a couple of other chances they had as well. Um, so yeah, it was, and, and like you say as well, you know that they, they're not necessarily one of the best teams of the league, but certainly um, their home record since the initial bad start to the season has been has been decent. So you know, it's it's certainly somewhere that, like you said on the before the game, you'd take a point. Uh, it is obviously frustrating to, to play against ten and not score, but. That it is, you know, that that just does happen sometimes. I mean, you know, you will see teams down to ten men who do manage to grind out points. Sometimes even win games. I mean, they had a, a great chance, obviously, with a penalty to to do that. I mean, maybe had that happened, we we possibly could have maybe would have turned it up enough to get an equaliser. Um, it was almost a bit weird how it stayed nil nil because both we had so many chances, they had the penalty, and yet neither of us actually managed to score. Um, it was quite a quite a weird game in that way, and also obviously in terms of the the yellow, it's the sorry the two yellows themselves. I mean, the second one obviously certainly was was a yellow card, but um, you know I think possibly he was. I mean, I thought, I thought the referee was quite was quite card happy from quite early on. Anyway, um, yeah, there were quite a few I... bookings were there. He kind of set the tone for the game. I'm just looking back through the stats now. Obviously, Patino got booked after ten minutes. Then Rusin got booked uh, 10 minutes later. Then obviously Bettina got booked again. Um, it was weird. Like, so the, the yellow cards were between 10, 20 and 30 minutes. So it was almost like he was doling out a card every 10 minutes. Maybe he's this yeah. kind of like 
some betting related incidents going on there. I don't yeah, know, but, uh, and I know that I know that on the, so on the on the way um, back from the ground, we were talking to some Swansea fans, and they were they were quite irritated with the ref. They thought he was on our side. I I don't know that I fully agree with that. I think that he was, and it's not a very high bar at all. But I do think he was quite a, he was fair compared to some of the referees we've seen. I mean. There's, there's always the argument, isn't there, when someone gets a player sent off against you or, or when you see a yellow that maybe shouldn't have been one, it evens itself out over the season. We've been in situations where we feel like we've been unfairly targeted. But you, you've got to say, like, if one of our players went in for a tackle like he did for that second yellow when he knew he was already on a booking, like, Jack, you, you're screaming at him, aren't you? You're saying, like, what oh. on earth are you doing? Why have you decided to do that? It's just a stupid mistake to make. Yeah, you, you, the, two, the two challenges aren't too dissimilar. I mean, he's, he's just ran at Equa, and Equa's got the ball away quicker than him, and yeah, he's clattered him. But you just, you, it's just silly. And maybe, obviously, the, the lad's only he's only a young lad, bit of an experience, but you can't really complain with it, can you? I mean, no. maybe you could look at the first yellow and go, right, it's a little bit soft. He's in his own half. There's nothing really going on, but it's yeah it's... you're on a yellow by that so, point yeah it's not like he got it's not like he got the ball or anything is it do you know what I mean no. it was like you know it was a bit of a just it, yeah it was sometimes it may be one that a player could have you oh it was my first tackle you know let us off with that one but then again if he's going to do it again like you say and again and get the yellows it's, it's clearly something that, that he needs to work on in his own game and I think just just to touch on uh, referees, I think obviously it was 100% a penalty as well. Um, yeah. Lugo, yeah, Nine, Lugo Nine does yeah. that. We've said this on, on the pod this season a few times. He does that at least once a game. He does it most corners he defends generally. I think he um, he does hold his man and, and he, we, he, we've been, he's been lucky in the past to not get one. I think it was only a matter of time before uh, a referee noticed it um, and unfortunately it is something he's going to have to work on uh, because... He is a- it, He's, I was just going to say, he is a player. You, you are right, Jim, that will manage to get away with these things sometimes. I think that there are there are times where you look and you go, oh, I was very stressed in that situation or he's, he's, going, he's going to end up getting a card for this, he's going to end up getting sent off. And it's always fantastic as a fan when you watch those things come off, but... It was it was really really frustrating watching him watching him give that away. I just it was it was a head and hands moment, and yeah. I think we were quite lucky. And I, I I don't want to underestimate how brilliant I thought Patterson was because that save was fantastic. He knew exactly where he was going. He he absolutely nailed it. And I mean, it's no secret that I am his biggest fan. Setting up a fan club, <laughs> think he's absolutely fantastic. Think he's brilliant. Don't think he can do a step wrong. If he leaves, well, I, I will just not talk to anyone for about three months. But it was a terrible penalty. Like if you if you get a pen and you're being so obvious as to look where you're going to put it, you like sauntering up to it, barely barely a run up. It it it's got to be one of the worst worst pens I've seen. Definitely this season because we've seen a couple, but. It just wasn't a good penalty, was it? Really? You try to be very, very cool with it, and like, you, if it comes off, you look, you look really, yeah. really good. But if it doesn't, you've got egg on your face, really, doesn't it? And yeah, yeah, and especially like given it this scenario with them being down to ten as well, it was a big risk because I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think they 
they, I mean, judging by the reaction of their crowd and the players even when they got it, I think they were almost surprised. Like, not that it wasn't a penalty, but like they, they had a chance to get ahead in the game that really they'd not had any of the ball, really, not barely any of the play. They then went down to 10 men. And um, the way I was the way I was seeing it, I was like, if we concede from this penalty, I mean, it's just ridiculous. To, I mean, it was it was frustrating to go in at nil-nil. It would have been ridiculously frustrating to have gone into that, gone in that half time behind, given how much of the ball, how much of the game we dominated, and how they were down to ten. But um, you know, thank God for Patterson. I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not an accident, is it? He, he saves, you know, his penalty save percentage is a lot higher. I think than I've seen it. He's faced nine in his career and only five of them have gone in. So, yeah. like, that's Legend. only over half, which is, compared to how many penalties go in, that's really, well, really yeah, because I think I saw the is like, over 70% of penalties are scored and he's letting less than 60% of the ones he's faced or something. So, he's clearly a, an above-average penalty saver. And it's a really, really key attribute to have, I think, as a keeper, because, you know... Um, Ever since, I think it was the one he saved against. Was it QPR? In the, was it QPR in the league last season? I, I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, there was one, and, and it yes. was like, yeah. And ever since then, whenever we conceded the penalty, I've always sort of thought, well, because normally think, oh, well, that's we're going to concede. But with him, you always think there's a chance, don't you, that he's going to save it, and he's done it in numerous times. Like we say, it's not an accident; he keeps doing it. He clearly just is. Some keepers just have the ability to save penalties, and he he definitely does and I think overall during the game he didn't have a great deal to do I thought he, he actually his distribution for a couple of the moves he started off quite well I think you know it's been something that's been criticised with him quite a lot and I know even in the game there were other times where his distribution wasn't great but I thought I noticed a couple of moves built out straight from him from the back which I thought was good there was one particular in the first half where he sort of dinked the ball forwards ended up with Roberts getting in the box at the other end yeah. I thought um, it, was, it was a good back to front move and um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's certainly not a position that we um, that we need to worry about. Obviously, provided he stays fit, he's definitely one of the most promising keepers in the league. Um, I just really wish that we managed to take one of those chances because had we even just won that game one 0 with a last minute goal, it would have been a really really good result because the performance itself, the amount of chances we created was good. Just the lack of finishing, the lack, it's one of those that the. The lack of a goal really takes the shine off it what was, otherwise would have been a good away performance, I think. Yeah, and it was it was almost that. And we've got to bring it up at some point because we're now we're now in a situation where because of and I'm I'm gonna say lack of composure, I don't know that that's the right word because there were some great kind of sequences of play. But you look at the fact that we've ended up with both O9 and Ballard on yellow cards that see them suspended for the next match. You look at the fact we've got a relatively young team and I, I do think there is something to be said for a young team not having that experience to play against 10 men, not knowing how to really exploit it. And yeah. I, I just it, it just makes it all the more frustrating that we almost seem to be the team at times. And I, I, I don't know how you saw it, Jack, because again, it's very different watching it there. And, and I don't I, it's different for different people, but I know that I'm always more stressed and more critical and more kind of in the game when I'm when I'm watching it live than when I am on TV. But it did feel like at times that we were the team who were kind of on the not on the back foot, but do you know do you know what I mean? Like we, we look, were the we team like we were who were under pressure. Game. Yeah, yeah, we, like, yeah, we did look. It looked like. It felt like you know, all them games where we were drawing one one in League One and just going for it in the last fifteen minutes. Just yeah, it had that vibe, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> doing anything possible to score, and it just nothing would go in. It was just 
I feel like we've said it in a few games this season, but it was just a really frustrating one. Like, we put a few decent balls in the box. I do think they were well organised. I'll give it to them. Yeah. Um, I think they'll be delighted with the point. But, it, yeah, it was just one, like, we saw a few balls up. It's just gone over someone's head or it's a little bit short. Yeah. Just... And then there was the Roosin chance where he just slipped just as he oh, did. You know, it's yeah. one of them. I, I was like, he's definitely. I was like, what a chance for him! Because it was a really good run. He the way he dropped deep to to set to, to knock it back and then made the run forwards. Perfectly timed run, perfect ball through. It was all set up for his you know his goal on only his second start. And then he he just he, he I mean he clearly just slipped. He, you know you see him his, his foot slips and he spoons it wide. And it's just so he was on his weaker foot as well, wasn't yeah. he? But it, and it's one of he almost had too much time. But then again, I don't even think it was that. I think it was just a case yeah. of him slipping. And, and it's just frustrating. But it was one of those, like you say, Jack, where it, things that have seemed to happen all game. And it was reminiscent yeah. of those games in League One where the pressure was on, and it's like we've got to score. Surely sooner or later we're going to score. And and the more it went on, it was almost like the pressure just built, and, and it was almost like they were in their own heads a bit, you know, in terms of like over over trying things and not not just relax. If we'd have just relaxed and played a bit, I think it was like you said, we were ch- we were chasing the game, we were playing the we were pl- we was almost like we were playing the playing ourselves rather than playing the opposition in terms of like the pressure. It was honest. It was like, we just relaxed and thought we, were, we can score against this team. We, we, we were far better against them when it was 11, when, when they had 11, but now it was again, okay. when they were down to 10, it was like the pressure. And you know, in, in that probably is a bit of an experience, but also you could argue that there's teams who've had experienced players who also haven't scored. It Which, against, yeah. You, know, it, it, Which... you, can't, you can't, you can't be there. It can't be the definite answer. It could be an issue, but then again, you look and think, well, you know, Clark and Roberts are pretty experienced. They were they were playing Dan Neal, pretty experienced. He, and and it's not just that, but I think at the same time, they're certainly and obviously Bradley Dak and Alex Pritchard come off. I mean, they've got experience. I just thought that they didn't even need another particular. Good I mean, I thought I I thought Pritchard had his moments. <laughs> I was I was yeah, more impressed okay. with Pritchard. I was, I was hoping for I, more. Um... I'm not I'm not impressed with what I've seen so far I I just especially there like a a seasoned player like he is someone who has the experience he is and you could see that Pritchard at least he he had he had ideas he had he had points he was thinking through he was he was trying to be very attacking and and although it wasn't the best situation I do think that Pritchard made something of it Dad, yeah. and I, I that, don't the want the game to like passed him down. by. It just passed yeah, him by, really. It, did. Didn't it? it was like just... it was almost like you didn't notice him on the pitch really at all. Like, no, I completely he, agree. His contribution was like you say, but if you look at the type of player he is, the attributes he's got, this should be a, a, a game scenario that he'd be he'd be good at. You know, he's going to have more time on the ball because we've got an extra man. There's going to be lots of space for him. There's going to be you know people making runs, and and he just didn't seem again like he was last week. Like he like he was fit. Like either physically, yeah. as in, start, like I don't want to say like side because he's not he's not fat, but like he just doesn't look like in peak physical condition, does he? And also, <laughs> you think like have these injuries that he's had had more of a toll than than you think? Because he because he he just doesn't seem to have any any sort of sharpness about him at all. Yeah, is he questioning what he's doing? Is he is he second guessing himself? Is he overthinking it? And that you, you're right, Jim. Completely there. That is very much the play you're seeing. I mean, if if we're gonna if we're gonna move on to substitutes, do we do we even want to talk about him here? Like, is 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 there any point in continuing to beat like the same point that we keep beating? Which is why on earth? Like, the only thing I can think of is 
during the week, Mowbray did get a bit of flack for the comments he made about Hamia. And I, I want I want to believe that the reason he bought him on was like, right, well, if you're going to give me flack, here you go. We're down to 10, they're, sorry, they're down to 10 men. He's he's got he's got a chance here. He can do something. He's going to have more space, like you said. Let's see what he can do. And he just came on and did nothing. I think potentially it was a better game for him. I, mean, I would have just kept, I would have kept Rusin team. on. I thought I thought as soon as Rusin went off, we just we didn't look as good. Totally if, if you're Mason Burstow. You sat on yeah. the bench thinking, yeah, and what do I have to do? And I, I don't think, like, don't yeah. get me wrong, I don't think Burstow is, is necessarily the answer here. I think he's got a lot of parts of his game that he needs to improve. I think we need to get more goal contributions from him. But, and Jack, you might agree with this, like, if you're Burstow, you sat on the bench going, right, I'm off back to Chelsea then. Like... You know, you know I'll what it see is. You in a bit, like, what do I need to do to get on in front of Amir here? Yeah, best, best sort of. You could, whether you rate him or I, I like him. I think he's done so, well for him. But so. at least, at least he's shown some quality for yeah. us this season. Where he's, he's doing far better than Amir has, hasn't he? Far, he's far I, more, I, far I, sharper, I, far. His movements better. He contributes more. Um, and yeah, yeah, you know, he. he he can't start every game, especially, you know, he's on a run and not playing well. But I agree, uh, Jack, it's just... He, I, I just really want to give... <laughs> I want to give him either time because I think he could come... Maybe, maybe it'll just be one of them very few field signs we have. I want to yeah. give him the time. He's still only a young lad. Well, exactly. Yeah. It, is, it is only November in his first professional season, isn't it? So, you know, you can't... It's not but there yet, this is This is no. the point, and this is the, this is the question we're you having. You can't rely on him. You can't thing. rely on him. And I think this is this is... Is it too early to ask this question? Potentially. But are we better off now than we were at the beginning of the transfer window? Now, I'm not I'm not meaning individual talent here. I'm not talking kind of that. But when you look at the squad deck that we've got, when you look at the fact that now the 09 and Ballard are out, we're potential, like, it, potential back three on Saturday? Like, what's he going to do there in defence? Well, I mean, I think... It, when you look yeah. at all this, it's 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 the question of, have have we yet again, and it feels like we say this every transfer window, have we yet again left ourselves short? And now injuries and suspensions are coming into it. Is, is this a, a serious problem? Because I don't... I don't know, is this, is this controversial? But... And he's a he's, he was a brilliant player, and it's impossible to replace him. But even by buying four strikers, we haven't replaced Stewart. We haven't got the goal contribution that Stu- we we haven't got that in our current in our current squad. We we just don't in terms of strikers. Like we can say as much as we want that well, we played the majority of the season with a strike without a striker last year. He still gave us ten goals last season. He's still Stewart still contributed those goals. And realistically, are you seeing and, and Jack, you might you might disagree with me here, or Jim, you might, but based on what you've seen from Hamir, I don't want to say Russian because I don't think I've seen enough of him. And I've I'm undecided on Burstow. But are any of them going to be that that kind of goal count that we need? Is is that going to come in at all? And does this mean that yet again in January we're going to be trying A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to get another striker again. I don't uh, think... You go, Jeff, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jim. Um, I don't think any of them are going to do the same... T- like, Stuart, 10 in 13 or whatever. Like, if he keeps it up all season, he's top goal scorer by an absolute mile. I don't think any of them are going to do that, but, I mean... Maybe we're over reliant on Clark. He's, he seems to be the goal threat this season, if anyone. I think Rusin will be the man. Like, I do think he's going to be the boy this season for us up front. And I think, give him time, he'll come good. Like, he's made himself a chance on Saturday, as we've said, and just got really unfortunate. I think he puts that away at any other time. Bearsword looks good, looks a decent link up striker, maybe not too much in front of goal, but I don't think he's had a great deal of chances to show that myself. but and then Hamia, we know Hamia's not there yet. He just isn't. And but who knows what Meander could turn out like? I mean, well, yeah. he yeah. sounds good. He sounds think, good, but we'll, we don't yeah. really know. And just to build on that, I think just to, to go back to what you said, Alan, I think obviously, like to directly compare any of the four strikes we have now with Stewart, none of them are, are at the level he was. But I don't think we're short for goals overall. We're what joint fourth highest scorers in the league? I think we've got more goals at this point now than we did this time last season. We also have more points. Um, Jack Clark is obviously the guy who's got the, the goal contributions that Stewart did last season. Um, and every team is always going to have one player who does more contributions than everybody else. Um, it's not a bad thing to have a player to rely on. Every good team has the best has, has players to rely on. I think I think it's more that it, it's it, we're gonna we we we're gonna have to um, do play in a different way to this time last season. In terms of the two centre backs being out on yellows, I mean I think you know any any team who will have suspensions like at the back, you know, you're gonna get yellow cards. We do have two centre halves to come into the team to replace them. So I wouldn't say that's a depth issue. Um, whether or not, I mean, Triantis, we obviously he hasn't played oh, at all yeah. since. He barely has. I mean, but, Triantis. I was trying but, to work that out there, and I but, did forget about Triantis. But then, to be fair, I, you know, it, it, it's it's unlucky for it to happen for the same game. Um, however, it's happened before. Um, we'll just have to see what they're like. I mean, you know, this is the point of the season where all the teams have uh, suspensions and injuries start to kick in. Could we really say we should have more than four centre halves at any one time? Do, do many teams have more than that in their match day squads? I, I, I wouldn't say that's that. But if we're talking about if we're talking Certainly, about match day ready ones and squads, well, yeah, but then ones, would well, yeah. you argue that like Sealt and I'd say I, I'd Randy, say we have to give them. The sorry, chance. actually, I I do like Sealt, so I, I don't know why I'm putting such like disdain on his name there. But would would you say that 
like I'd say most clubs have stuff. two two senior centre halves who start, and then they'll have two others who would be backups. Um, not possibly not both young. Certainly, one of them is. This is the, in the championship. I'd say most of them probably, apart from like obviously at Leicester and Leeds and Southampton, different because they've got Premier League scores mm-hmm. and Premier League money. But if you look at the other teams, especially like us who haven't had parachute payments even or anything, if you look at the way we have to build our squad, like they, it would be I would say unusual to have four first choice centre halves when you can only play two, unless you play a back three. You may so have. Are you so more. are you are you? Classing oh nine in that then are you? Are well, you going well, with, given that he's given that he's clearly is a centre half this season, isn't he? so because he's that's where he's played. He's the team captain, yeah, and he's not played anywhere else. And to be fair, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm. I don't like love him, but I think Bar is defending from set pieces in general. He's been pretty good this season. I'd say he's he's not necessarily. I, mean, I think we had this discussion. I think you, you touched it last week on the pod where, like, he it probably isn't the level you want at the centre half to be. He's not like elite championship level, but he's probably like a top half championship level centre half. I'd say um, we can definitely do better. Uh, Ballard is obviously our best centre half. Yeah. He um, and to have them both out at the same time is unfortunate. I would have liked to have seen maybe Ballard and Seal play together, but obviously with O'Neill being the captain, it's, it's unlikely he'd be dropped. Um, and yeah, I think it's just it, it, in in terms of depth, it's hard to say because we don't we haven't seen these these guys play really much at all. Um, but in terms of like, it's not you know we, in the past where we've had we've had to we've had like no centre halves or we've had one and like like against Luton where Tri Hume was having to play centre back and Danny Bart when Danny Bart was injured and stuff. It's one and then obviously you get onto the Danny Bart thing, but then he's not playing for Norwich either. So like, is it a, is it is it is it more of a Danny Bart problem why he's not getting games? Or is it? I don't. I don't know. Like, I think that. I mean, they're not great defensively. I know, but I will still stand here and say. I I will still stand here and say we shouldn't have got rid of Danny Bart. He was our player of the season last year. He was. He was, but I mean, I think that's caveated by because of the young players. Yeah, you know, he wasn't like the best player in our team. He He was just the best player over twenty four, twenty three, or whatever. (laughs) Which isn't a lot of our team, but. I, I don't I don't know that it's Danny. I think he's he's definitely. I mean, he'd get, he'd get obviously still, he'd start he'd, he'd start on Saturday. To, yeah, exactly. Would you, he'd get would, you got, would you have played up until this point though? Is what but I, mean, I don't cause... know that I don't know that 9 would have been at centre half this well, season I, yeah, had we still had well, Danny Barr. I think well, that we, that's yeah. been a bit of a, and we know that he is. a I bit think they've of a, replaced Danny Barr with O'Nine essentially, aren't they? For now, probably yeah. with it. But I think that was a deliberate decision. That wasn't like a happenstance thing. I think that that was a decision made. And then obviously the reason of signed Seals and Seals more so than Triantis, given that Seals yeah. is more senior than two. He he presumably would be the third choice to come in because you don't wouldn't normally plan for both set the house being out at the same time through a one game yeah. suspension. That's quite unusual. Um, obviously now it's happened and it can happen and you can always say well you should have more depth but then how like say how many CD centre halves are you ever going to have unless you've got yeah but the money then to pay, I think you know. I think so I, I, I don't necessarily see it it could be a problem obviously if we if if they're if they're absolutely both terrible on Saturday then I'm going to look like an idiot here but I don't necessarily <laughs> think it's a problem um, I think hey, it's, Jim, up them, it's up to them to prove it. They yeah. never, they well, never go too well, do they? I did predict us to win 3 1 against Norwich, though, to be fair. So I was quite happy with that. Oh, I, just wish I, put, I just wish I put money on it. Oh, see, yeah. I did put money on it, but <laughs> I hadn't. Pre- but I, I think the depth argument, it's not just, and we, we have focused on the striker, the strikers, the um, defense there. 
but I think the depth argument did did show a bit more when we kind of we bought Dak and yeah. Richard and um, we've already got Alshish Al- 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 as well. Why? Why? I yeah, wouldn't to get back to Saturday. Actually, why didn't Alshish come on? Unless he's not totally exactly. fit. You will see. Right on my thing, I have Alshish question mark. Why <laughs> on earth was yeah, he was not true. on? Like I genuinely and this he's looked, be, I thought he's looked pretty good whenever he's. Come I on, think he looks brilliant, and this might be my anti Hamia stance, but every day of the week, I would have rather had Alshish coming on than Hamia. Like, mm-hmm. bring the lad on; he creates stuff, and it might have been an injury. It might still be that he was just there to make up numbers because obviously rigs away at the under seventeens, and he we just need someone on the bench, and he's closer to being back than my ender, etc., etc., etc. That could be all I think it is to be fair because. Why you could bring Dak on over him? I mean, yeah, you know, exactly. That was weird. That it was, was it was absolutely bizarre. But I still don't understand why he took Moosey off. I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I do like Tony. Like, I really like Tony, as the sign says. But um, I, I, at the same time, like, I've got it. You got to question some of the substitutions. I think on Saturday, it didn't make a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I don't and know before, what you thought. Before as well, we get, but like, yeah, yeah, I, before, before I, we get baffling the... at time, yeah. Yeah, before we get the we want Tony out and all of that, that is not where we're coming from. No, no, just, we just criticism where it's due. I still love exactly. that, but he's not immune but from criticism. The is substitutions it? were just a bit weird. I mean, Jack, I don't know about you. What, what, let's say, let's say your manager, Jack, who are you? But like, I know it's an unfair thing to say, but God who, who, are you, who, <laughs> who are you bringing on instead in that situation? Who are you? Because, I I still think the depth argument is there in terms of the substitutions. I mean, Hamia just ah, I don't. I wouldn't have brought Hamia on for a start, but I agree with Jim. I wouldn't have took Roost off, especially not when I, I think it was around the 60th minute. I just think that's yeah. really unfair. Like it's not like he's he, he had a really good game. Goal. All he did was not score. He, he didn't look tired either, did he? I don't yeah. think he he yeah. he's, 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 he seems quite. A, you know, he seems like he's quite got a lot of running in him anyway. I think he definitely could have done another 10, 15 minutes, I think. He Does doesn't he need, he in, need yeah. reading in. Like, he, he, I'm confident he could have seen out that game. I yeah. probably thought maybe best so on for him or someone else later on to have another option, a bit of a height option as well, to put a lot of balls in the box. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, you can't. I mean, he's just standing there. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tall lad as well. He doesn't even really need to jump. Yeah. He just needs to like look up, and the ball will be on it. Oh, I just, I just I don't can't know. Like, talk about him anymore. Like, he angers me. I just, yeah, it's weird that he. I mean, you, you, you surely can't think that he's just not bothered because, like, this is such a good opportunity for him. He's come from playing, you know, in this in the reserve league, reserve league in Portugal. He's now playing, you know, on one of the most watch leagues in the world as the championship is. It's a big opportunity for him. And he just, do you think it's a confidence thing? Do you think it's an age thing? Fitness? I mean, what do you reckon? I, I think, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, I think he's learning the language, isn't he, for a start. But yeah, there's, but whether, well, I'm not, well, he, he won't have been lying. I'm saying Tony Moore, but like, the period professionalism is a bit of an issue as well. He's yeah. just not really. What, 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 what? Yeah, what does he mean by that? I when think he it was he, he wasn't putting he wasn't putting work in in training. I think was yeah, it? He was like, he's not he's not doing the running drills and stuff like that. Oh, that he was that he was late for training a few times, late for meetings, <laughs> coming out at like say he's, I think Tori said something like trains at half ten. He's coming out at half ten, laces undone, <laughs> not really ready to go, and he's just sort of like floating about and not. Then maybe yeah, he needs to get a grip of that as well. But even on the pitch, you just look at... Do you know what I loved? 
Cupy Arrow, I love that moment for him where he was with all yeah. the fans. That was goes, class, yeah. We're going to yeah. get going here. I, that was the point where it t- I thought it was turning then because that, to be fair, that header, he had, yeah, he should have scored. It was a good save from the keeper. And I thought he looked yeah. really put, uh, Samedo looked really pumped after it, as in like he was, he looked a bit more confident, like a, a bit more like he was trying stuff. And it just hasn't happened since from then, like I thought it would. I thought that was going to like light the touch paper, if you like, and he was going to, you know, mm-hmm. do something. Maybe- but- he missed a really good chance in another game as well. I think it might be yeah. Southampton or one like oh, that. One on one, yeah. The one on one. Yeah. But like it's he's, so he's had the chances, he's getting in the positions. Um, but then you've looked at in the last few games, he doesn't even seem to be doing that. Like, no. it's just um, it's like I, he's I late it was, all the time. He's late on the pitch. He's late to the of, trains. He's late to training. Just lack oh, of effort. Like, I mean, you know, I know football is a lot more than running around and, and you know any of us could go on the pitch and run around, but it wouldn't make, mean we looked any good. But I yeah. just, it just seems to with him. It's I like, think I think you do more on the pitch than Amir does. To be fair, Jen, you're at least getting heads on a couple of those. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just wish he'd. I, I wish I, I want him. I want more from him because, like, he. It would. I mean, obviously, like you said before, Jack, it could be just that it's a rare bad bad sign. You know, it could mm-hmm. be just one of them that doesn't work, and maybe he's not the player that we thought he was. But and I feel like we can't really trust him with the opportunities at the minute because he's not shown any sign trying to take them. I if he was, you were just going to go for an attack it. on his character there. It, I, it, it, gonna, was, I just feel like I can't trust him. No, well, I just you can't. You can't yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can't trust, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Not on the not on the football pitch. He just yeah. does something about it. Like, you can't, We yeah, I mean, he's going to have to keep getting minutes every now and then, but I, I don't, I fail to see why you'd bring him on when, when, he, when he was on Saturday, when they've got Burstow on the bench, who, yeah, might not be setting the world alight with his goals, but at least he looks like he's played football professionally before, whereas I'm not sure yeah. Hemier really does at times. I mean, that I know that's quite a disparaging thing about Hemier, but I just, I just think the general lack of effort he, he looks like someone who turns up for Sunday League hungover, doesn't he? It's well, like we he just... said yeah. we there were a couple of like, and obviously this was um, this was at times alcohol fueled. But we we did say, um, do you remember last season when that lad got the like honorary squad number? Was it last yeah. season or the season before when he was given the honorary squad number? At times you're like, well, it's not. Has he? Has he? Has he won a comp? Like it just there's something. There's something not there with him. And Mowbray was saying this from the beginning. I mean, at that talking that he did at the very beginning of the season, he commented on the fact that Hamir, like, at times, he's like, oh, I've, I've got a bad back. I can't take part in this. Or he's... And it, Mowbray has seen this since the beginning. But it still begs the question, if you have seen this from the beginning, Tony, and if you if you are seeing this, why are you bring this on? Is he bringing him on? Is he being told to bring him on? Is there a case of? I think he's probably I just want to see him brought in, but he's probably just trying to say, trying to think. Well, the only way he's going to get better is if we, is if we play. He's not going to get better on the bench, is he? So he's going to have to play. But he's going to the standard he needs to be at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's that. Then that's exactly it. Because it's not just a case of he's not. It might not be that he's not bothered. It might. He might. He might be really struggling. He might be really homesick. He might really not know the language. He might. You know, he's what he's twenty. He's twenty year old lad. He might just be yeah. really struggling mentally, physically. Could be anything. It might be that because he, like you said, Jack, because he can't speak good English yet. Maybe he doesn't feel confident to you know join in and whatever. It could be anything. And I hope obviously that. Well, I mean, I'm sure that, you know the club will have care there for, for players, and you know, in situations like that. And if it is something like that, then obviously it's something that can be worked on. Um, 
But in the meantime, you know, the team has to be prioritised. And I think that um, it may, probably is going to mean him taking a backwards, taking a back, a back seat in terms of mm-hmm. moving forward, you know, in the future games. I mean, you'd have to say Bursto would get on the pitch ahead of him at the minute. Obviously, Rusin yeah. certainly deserves to keep his place. Um, he's, I know he's looked, he's looked great in the couple of games he's started so far. Um, like you said, Jack, I, th- I don't think goals will be far away from him. If he keeps making the runs... That he does and intelligent movement, and you can tell he's played, you know, a decent standard of football. And like, and like, yeah. like you said, as long as you can tell he's also like a man as opposed to yeah. like a young lad. He's he plays football with a bit of more authority and kind of like confidence, and like he knows what he can do. He he, he he's confident to, to to you know get stuck into tackles. He takes people on, and that's. That's probably why he will be the number one. So I'd say so. The, the, the choice to start off up front, you know, um, obviously not. He's not necessarily a target man striker, but he he, he leads the line, with, you know, in in yeah. his own way with with the runs he makes and stretching the defence. And obviously, he's quite clever with his movement. He he's good at making space for Clark and Roberts to drop into and stuff. And I think that hopefully that will continue. Burstow kind of showed a bit of that as well. I think, um, obviously, without the maybe experience that Rusin has, but at least Burstow um, has looked, shown flashes like in Chef when he, you know, he, he did well to win the penalty and he's, he, he's got a couple of decent sort of, created a couple of situations that have led to goals and stuff in other games as well. Um, so it's not all bad, the depth of them, but I get what you mean, Alan, in terms of depth, bringing him here and is it almost like a last resort type thing? Yeah. But then you see, well, if Burstow's on the bench, it's, Probably just Mowbray's decided to to go with Hemia for whatever reason, yeah. and I just don't agree with it personally. Same way, like, yeah. just, just an just interesting choice, isn't it? But I mean, <clears throat> it's just I think I think we've got to chalk it up. I mean, and I am going to give a little bit of a, a push to the Instagram here because we are going to try and do like more stuff on there, and we are going to try and ask you guys more questions and, and get more of your responses. But um, Matt Hartley like responded to one of our like questions on our Instagram stories and said, obviously frustrated, but it's just one of those days. We've been more than okay this season. That's exactly I what think, I thought afterwards. I think well, that that's the perfect way to sum up that game. I think that it it is frustrating. And were we three, four weeks on, even like two months on, and we were still in this kind of one win in however many games it's been form we would be asking more questions and we'd be more frustrated but end of the day Patson had a fantastic game well it, that save was brilliant like penalty save was brilliant you look at kind of that unbelievable save their keeper made to tip Roberts's over the bar you look at some of the build-up play that we're making why on earth we put Luca nine on a free kick I'll never know that was bizarre we'll just, oh my word. We'll just quickly was... brush past that hasn't he, hasn't he done that before I'm sure he did that in a league one game didn't he oh, just randomly took a free kick and it was absolutely it terrible just, like it was like, just like it wasn't we were all stood there and you just you just heard the crowd kind of whispering is Luca is Luca mine? Is Luca mine gonna take it? That was that was weird. But that was mental. You look at the build up yeah. play we're making. You look at you look at some of the like pass, and we are doing really well. It's just that frustrating final third. And if we can sort that out, actually, I think I think it's going to be quite a good season. But let's face it, we were spoiled with away games last season. Like I I went to not to brag, but I went to a lot of the away games last season. And it was very, very rare that I was coming away feeling like I did on Saturday. It was very rare that you were coming away with that kind of disheartened feeling. And 
maybe that's just something that we've been a bit spoiled with. Maybe it's something we just yeah, need I mean, to get you, you'll get them. I mean, there were bad away games last season as well. Don't forget. And, and this season we have won four, drawn, th- sorry, drawn three and lost three as well, I think. So we, we're not doing as well as we were last season overall. But, you know, we, we are, it's not like it's terrible away form, but I agree. We, we need to try and, you know, turn these these draws into, into I mean we, we haven't drawn many games in the league to be fair so what I'm saying that I mean we it's only our, sec- it's only our second what? draw so you know it's not like we're making a habit of it but we don't want this to become a habit we need to we need to find the killer instinct that we've had because I mean we scored Especially 24 goals this season um, there's only only the, the team West Brom Southampton Leeds are on 25 Ipswich are on 31 Leicester are on 29 and they're the only teams that score more than us so we're scoring goals at a rate similar to teams in the playoffs mm-hmm. we've conceded you know 16 is not bad um, I just think we 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 should for now hopefully put this right on Saturday against the Birmingham so I know obviously this would be a preview pod to cover I want to say I guess Birmingham side who aren't in great form themselves Um so yeah, I uh, I don't know what else to say really other than yeah, I just want us to play another game like, so we can get, get this exactly. one out of our system. I think I think we've all I think I think this pod has been quite a we've all just need it's been cathartic, hasn't it? We've all needed to get that frustration and that irritation at Saturday out of our system and moving on to Birmingham. Remember it's an early kickoff, don't show up at three o'clock because it is twelve thirty. Um but Moving on to Birmingham, we just need to get our heads back into it and hopefully get those three points. Um, just before we finish off there, obviously we've been really pushing the Red Sky Foundation recently. Um, Stephen and Claire were both doing a sleepover at the um, or were part of the sleepover that was happening. Um, apparently it was very cold. Um, and it was very difficult to sleep once it got to about 3am, but it was a, a really brilliant experience. They raised over a thousand pounds in the end and about 300 quid of that came from Wise Men Say listeners. So thank you so much to anyone who donated. That is absolutely brilliant. Um, we're really, really grateful for all the money that's been given. Um, yeah. uh, another push really for the Instagram at Wise Men Say Pod on Instagram. We're going to try and do a bit more content on there. We might even get Jimmy Ray on there to do a Q&A um, about <laughs> just to say so positive. I haven't even asked him about this, but we're going to, we're going to get him to do it. Yeah, uh, we're going to try and post some more reels of games just to try and make it um, a bit more interactive. So make sure you go over to Instagram and follow us at wise men say pod. Um, same on X. I was about to say Twitter there, but same on X, give us a follow on there. And any final thoughts before I say thanks for listening? I just think we don't like playing against South Welsh teams. I think that's about it. <laughs> that's a good point. Actually. There we yeah, go. Terrible record against them, don't we? There yeah, we go. Strange. So we don't like playing against South Welsh teams. Teams from South Wales. Um, there was no difference in the McDonald's, by the way. I did go on Saturday night. Oh, there was absolutely oh, no difference. What, you mean there was no? Apart what was it? Was Gareth on about McLava bread or something like that? Yeah, McLava bread. Um, <laughs> McLava. You know, what was? Oh, and the swan. I didn't see any anyone gesticulating to swans, so I don't know whether there are mute swans in Wales. If you are a mute swan in Wales and you, Wales and you do listen to the podcast, please get in touch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of those games. What what are you going to yeah. do? It's in the past. Move on to Saturday. Um, we go again. We yeah, go again, we go indeed. again. Right. Well, that's all from us. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Oh, my God.
on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.